It's the first of the month, and we're talking about The Honeymooners, Disney World, and Ross Perot. This is Today. Welcome to This Is Today, the podcast that features the stories that make this day unique. It's Thursday, October 1st, 2020. I'm Russ, and here's what you need to know about today. Well, it being the first of the month, that means that we like to talk about all of the various national occasions of the month. Oktoberfest is one, uh, but there's 40 other national or world events taking place in October. I'm not going to go through all those. I'm not going to put you through that, and I'm not going to put myself through that. I'm going to give you some of the highlights, though. For instance, it's Caffeine Addiction Recovery Month. I'm not going to do that. I'm just going to be addicted to caffeine. So as important as that may be for some people, for me, caffeine is pretty darn important, or else I wouldn't be doing this podcast every day. I'd just be laying in bed. Another one for the month is it is National Bully Prevention Month. So it's great that we had the debates in September instead of October. So good good planning there, uh, Debate Commission. It's also American Cheese Month. So I have decided for the entire month, and I know this has nothing to do with American cheese, but I'm going to make my jokes a little extra cheesy. See, now you got something to look forward to for the entire month. Yeah, there's 41 of those days happening this month. We will not go over all of them, like I mentioned. Instead, let's start talking about some of the events of today. Yeah, so it is National Fire Pup Day. So, you know, the dogs at the fire station, they usually are like white with the little checkers. I don't think all of them are actually like that. But yeah, we're celebrating fire pups today and recognizing those canine firefighters. It's also National Hair Day, a day that I totally cannot celebrate because uh, if you've seen me on YouTube, yeah, no hair. Also, it is Homemade Cookies Day. And if you've seen me on YouTube, you know that I love homemade cookies. You can tell. It's also World Vegetarian Day. And uh, what I'm doing is I'm trying to put together a recipe that includes pork. I'm going to work on that. And you know what? While I'm doing that, I'm going to let you listen to this. We'll be right back with today's events and the birthdays. All right, we kick off our events today in 1955. Since it's the fall, I've been talking a lot about various television shows, and I do have to admit I'm a bit of a television geek. A lot of those television shows that I've talked about have had hundreds of episodes. The one that debuted on this day in 1955 had just 39 episodes, and it was only around for one season. So why the heck am I talking about it? Well, I'm talking about it because it was The Honeymooners. Yeah, it debuted on CBS on this day in 1955. It starred Jackie Gleason, Art Carney, Audrey Meadows, and Joyce Randolph. Just like The Simpsons started on Tracy Allman show, well, this show started as a sketch on another show. Jackie Gleason had this variety show called The Cavalcade of Stars. The Honeymooners was a sketch that came from that television show. The television show, as I mentioned, was hosted by Jackie Gleason. Now, because he was hosting a variety show, uh, maybe this is why there was a bit of improv on the set of The Honeymooners. Yeah, he didn't like to rehearse. Some people say he liked to go to the bar instead of going to the rehearsal, but he said that he didn't like to rehearse because he liked to see the natural reaction of his co-stars when he would deliver a line. This worked out great for him most of the time. However, sometimes he would forget a line. So when you see Jackie Gleason touching his stomach on an episode of The Honeymooners, well, that was his signal to the other actors 
to step in and help him out. Usually Art Carney would be the one that would jump in and try to bring the show back on track because they did film it live to tape back then. The show in 1955 was second only to I Love Lucy when it debuted. Those ratings, however, would drop by the next September. They dropped to number 19. They went from second to 19 in just the 39 episodes. So what did Jackie Gleason do? Well, he decided... And this wasn't CBS that decided, it was Jackie Gleason that decided to cancel the show after the 39 episodes. He felt that the writers had created all the possible plots, and he wanted to go out on a high note. Maybe that was a good idea. The show is consistently ranked amongst the top 50 greatest shows of all time, despite its short run. Years later, Jackie Gleason on The Tonight Show said that he was glad that he didn't spoil it. Yeah, speaking of The Tonight Show, let's move now to 1962. Johnny Carson made his debut performance on The Tonight Show. He became the host on This Night. Now, I say debut performance, but he had actually done some guest hosting on the show prior to this. If you listen to the show this last Sunday, I did a whole episode about The Tonight Show, and I went in deep. I told you about the late night show wars and the late night show wars 2. All of that. So check out the episode from this last Sunday. I, I hope you do enjoy that and you'll learn more about The Tonight Show. I won't tell you again right now because we got it all right there. Let's move now instead to 1971. On this day in 1971, Walt Disney World, the second Disney park, the culmination of years of planning and imagineering, it opened up on this day in 1971. You see, Walt Disney and his team started looking for land just four years after Disneyland opened in 1955. Since the majority of the U.S. population was on the East Coast, Florida was a prime location for him. So after Walt took a flight over some land in Orlando, he made up his mind on the location, but he knew that if Disney started buying land, the prices would rise. So they created dummy corporations and they bought 30,500 acres of land under these fake company names. By the way, a few of those company names, M.T. Lot Company. Yeah, say it fast, Empty Lot. So they're like doing the same bits that they're doing at the haunted house as these fake company names. Another one was just Walter, but spelled backwards. So Rhett Law. <laughs> yeah, I would hate to be the person that fell for some of these. But you know what? It worked out for Disney. They got all their property that they wanted. Now, many investors were happy to sell their land because a lot of the land was mostly swamps. So how did they not get caught? Well, they didn't file the paperwork until all the major purchases were done. You might say that they were quiet as a mouse. Yeah, I had to get that one in there. All right. People thought that maybe it was NASA or the Rockefellers or Ford or maybe even Howard Hughes buying all of this land up. But in October of 1965, it was revealed that Walt was behind all of this. A little over a year later, Walt died. So his brother, Roy Disney, who was also his business partner, oversaw construction that started in 1967. However, Roy died just a few months after the opening. All right, I got to tell you this one. What were the ticket prices back then when it opened in 1971? Yeah, it was $3.50 for adults, $2.50 for those 18 and under. Can you believe that? And it was just a dollar for 12 and under. 
I just went to Disneyland late last year. The prices are a little bit more now. Actually, at Disney World, you're looking at about $109 a day for entry into the park. All right, that first year, they saw 11 million people visit the park. In 2018, they saw 21 million people at the park. So those parks are getting pretty crowded. Right now, though, they're not. Because of the COVID situation, they are at limited capacity right now and do require some additional reservations and things like that. You can check the website for that. That's at Disney World. Disneyland is still closed. Uh, they announced yesterday that because of the limitations and the closures, Disney will be laying off 28,000 people. Our next event is actually also at Disney World on the 11th anniversary of Walt Disney World, they opened up Epcot. So that opened in 1982 on this day. So two Disney anniversaries today. All right, we're going to go forward 10 years now to the 1992 presidential election. Yeah, on this day, Ross Perot re-entered the presidential race. Re-entered? Yeah, we'll get into that in a second. Yeah, this year was a year of three choices, not just two. We had Democrat Bill Clinton, Republican George H.W. Bush, and third-party candidate Ross Perot running. Okay, I know. We have other choices every election cycle. And sometimes that's because they're releasing a new album or selling Yeezys. But in 1992, Ross was polling so well that he made it onto the ballot in all 50 states and he was able to participate in the debates. That hadn't happened since 1980, so this was kind of a unique situation. Also, it hasn't happened since. Okay, so let's get into the story of Ross Perot just a little bit here. Earlier in the year, Ross visited Larry King, and he said that, yeah, he'd run for president if his supporters could get his name on the ballot in all 50 states. Well, they did. So by May, Ross was leading in the polls. He had over 30% of the vote towards him. Bush and Clinton were obviously a little concerned that he could take the election. However, Ross dropped out. Why did he drop out? Well, that's still kind of a mystery. He claimed that the Republican operatives were trying to wreck his daughter's wedding and that was never proven. They couldn't find any evidence, and the FBI did investigate that. Some say, though, that Ross dropped out because he had a pending billion-dollar deal that he didn't want to pass on. By dropping out of the election, he could collect that money and then just jump back in. Well, whatever the reason, he dropped out in July. And as I mentioned, he had some pretty decent poll numbers back then. When he came back, well, some of his supporters left and didn't come back. So the poll numbers weren't as high, but he still was able to make it into the debates. I definitely want to talk about the debates because maybe there's some, you know, correlation between the debate that we saw earlier this week and that debate in 1992. Well, yeah, there was a billion dollar businessman on the stage. So maybe there were some other things. Yeah, some controversial things that happened. Like this one, George Bush wanted to know what time it was. So he checked his watch yeah, that made national news. And then when Bush attacked Clinton for participating in anti-Vietnam protests, Clinton responded with, you were wrong to attack my patriotism. Yeah, vicious words, right? Oddly, even though there was a billionaire businessman on stage, nobody yelled. 
Yeah, after watching the debate the other night, it's pretty funny watching these historical debates and seeing what people talked about and all the fuss that was put up about just these little things that happened in the debate, like checking your watch. I mean, really? That's what they talked about back then. Wow. I'm sure the news reporters would love to be talking about somebody checking their watch at the previous debates. I was checking my watch a lot, but I was checking my heart rate on my watch because, oh, wow, that was crazy. All right, we're, we're going to move now to a tragic event that happened in Las Vegas on this day in 2017. From his hotel room in Las Vegas, 64-year-old gunman Stephen Paddock opened fire on a music festival, killing 58 people and wounding hundreds before taking his own life. It became the deadliest mass shooting in modern U.S. history. Just yesterday, a judge approved an $800 million settlement for the victims of the Las Vegas shooting. I will uh, mention that there is a 30-day period of appeal for that settlement. All right, and let's uh, take a look at your birthdays for October 1st. Jimmy Carter turns 96. Julie Andrews is 85. Zach Galifianakis is 51. Actor Randy Quaid, yeah, I, I put it in the wrong order here because I thought he was younger. He's 70 years old today. And actress Brie Larson was born on this day in 1981. That's your look at October 1st. Thanks for listening to This Is Today. We do our best to pull together all the correct information. If we made a mistake and you heard it, you're super smart and we're super sorry. Be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and give us a five star if you think we deserve it. If you'd like to make sure that we cover something on a future episode, just go to thisistodaypodcast.com to make suggestions, give us feedback, and see our other podcasts. I hope you enjoyed learning about today. I'm Russ, and I'll talk to you tomorrow. Tomorrow.